Located on the edges of your radio static, you have stumbled upon the lost signal. Tonight, we bring you a production of H.R. Wakefield's Ghost Hunt. This has been adapted for radio by Walter Newman and originally aired on the radio show Suspense in 1949. Tonight's production stars the Lost Signal stable of actors. Folks, don't touch that shuffle button because you have Smiley Smith and his skeptic corner right here on the dial. And I'll tell you what. It's the end of another great show, but told you at the beginning, had a little surprise for you. As you all know, Halloween's coming up, and between you and me, it's my favorite holiday. So I thought I'd do a special, spooktacular Halloween special for you guys. That's right, I've arranged with a certain real estate dealer who will be named next episode to spend the night in an allegedly haunted house. It's had, get this, Four suicides since 1999. Four people jumping off a cliff clear into the ocean. Can you believe that? Well, I don't believe in ghosts personally, but I bet some of you do. So, next time on Smiley Skeptic Corner, get ready for the spookiest, creepiest ghost hunt you've ever seen. Good night, folks. See you then. Care for a cigar, Mr. Thorpe? I've got some in the, uh, dash box there, if you're interested. No! Well, there's no reason to carry a chip on your shoulder, Mr. Thorpe. Oh, really? Well, I don't like this fool stunt. Well, I don't see it as a fool stunt at all. I really don't. I think it's the only way you're gonna unload this house. Ordinary selling methods won't work in a case like this. Now, don't forget the reputation saddling this house. Four suicides since 1999. You know what people call it. A death trap. Yes, it's a lot of nonsense, too. Sure, but try to convince people of that. Anyway, when this podcast host offered me the chance to kill all these rumors about the death trap... about the property, naturally I jumped up and took them up on it. Especially since it doesn't cost us a cent. You're sure about that? I'm not liable for a penny? Not a cent. We're doing him a favor letting him use this place, he said. Thanked me for the chance last night when I drove him out here. So one hand washes the other, as the fellow said. He gets a chance to pull off a stunt, and the recording will prove to people that the property is a number one, and we increase the chance of selling the place. Well, as long as it doesn't cost me anything. Not a thing. He's using his own recording equipment, and I'm just paying for a couple wireless mics that he hooked up to it. Oh, what about this, uh, this reed? Does he charge anything? He comes gratis, too. Dr. Reed is a, uh... Uh, what do you call it? Psychic investigator. Belongs to a couple of societies that do nothing but hunt ghosts. He showed me articles he's written about it in some magazines. Well, here's the house. Looks real nice in the sunshine, don't it? Man, smell that sea breeze. You don't have to sell me I own the place. Well, let them know we're here. Huh. Probably asleep. Up all night and everything. Well, why don't they come out? You think they've gone? 
called him last night. I picked him up around 11. Smith! Smith! Hey, Smiley! Dr. Reed! Yeah? Fast asleep, I guess. Better go wake him up. You know, they may have taken the bus back in town. Oh, no, no. It's a two-mile hike back to the main highway. Where would they have been picked up? Smith! Hey! Smiley? Where are you? Wake up! You don't suppose. Oh, no, no, no. Smith? Dr. Reed? What's that? What's that clicking noise from in there? Oh, it's his, uh... It's his wire recorder. He left it running. Hey, these machines cost a lot of money. Doesn't he care if it gets ruined? Well, where is he? Where's this Reed? Maybe they're upstairs. Smith! Hey! Anybody home? Must have walked to the highway and taken the bus. But he wouldn't have left his machine here. Well, where are they then? Don't get excited, Mr. Thorpe. Don't get excited. Don't tell me not to get excited. If something's happened to them in my house, I'm liable. You try this side, and I'll try that one, all right? I suppose that's a good plan. Smiley? Smith? Smith? McDonald, come here! What is it, Thorpe? It's... It's Dr. Reed. Mr. Thorpe, don't touch me. You get your hands off. Blood. Is... Is he dead? No, I can still feel his pulse. But we'd better get him to a hospital fast. Why not try to relax? The nurse said Reed would be alright as soon as he had a blood transfusion. What do you suppose happened out there last night? Well, Thorpe, I can't rightly say. But I think this might be able to. What's that? It's the recorder that they had out there. It's got quite a bit of material on it, according to the monitor here. As soon as I get it set up, we might know what happened last night. You don't suppose that Smith and Reed got into some sort of fight, do you? There, it's all set up. A fight? Well, I don't know, Thorpe, but... In a few seconds, you might have an answer. Testing. One, two, three. Testing. One, two, three. All right, it's recording, and we are all set. Dr. Reed, Mr. McDonald? Yeah? All right, showtime, showtime. This is Smiley Smith speaking, Smiley Smith the Ghost Hunter, folks. I'll tell you, I don't know whether to hope this will turn out to be a success for the sake of the program or a failure for my own sake. <laughs> anyway, all of the preparations have been made now, and it's up to the spooks. Well, I'd better tell you where we are. Right now, we're standing 12 miles above Malibu Beach on the lawn of a beautiful beach house. The house is perched on a cliff, and there's a sheer drop about 100 feet straight into the old blue Pacific, folks. Maybe you can hear the surf pounding. Here, let me turn up the volume for you. Hear it? <laughs> All right, now, I'm going to have you meet two gentlemen who are here with me. Incidentally, we are the only people around for miles and miles. First, I'd like you to meet Dr. Clarence Reed of the British and American Psychical Research Guild. Did I say that right, doctor? Uh, yes, you did. Very good. 
Dr. Reed is a famous investigator of psychic phenomena, and I'm very proud to be associated with him on this ghost hunt. Uh, you're much too kind, Mr. Smith, much too kind. Dr. Reed has conducted experiments following in such greats in his field as Oliver Lodge and Arthur Conan Doyle. He looks a bit like Santa Claus, a little short and stocky, if you know what I mean. Uh, you don't object to that, do you, Dr. Reed? I'm just trying to paint a picture for the audience. <coughs> no. Uh, no, indeed. Oh, good. Wonderful. Uh, Dr. Reed is so enthusiastic about ghost hunting that he has actually left a sickbed this evening just to be with us. <coughs> yes. <coughs> Excuse me. It's, it's my lungs. I was... Uh, traveling abroad, and I contracted malaria, and it's uh, just left an impression on me. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, Dr. Reed and I are here on the lawn looking at the house. Uh, can't see much, really. It's around, oh, um, 11 p.m. now. Seems to be a rambling sort of house, two stories high. Since it was built, there's been four suicides here, is that right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, McDonald, into the mic, please. Uh, yeah. Four suicides since 1939. I'd better tell them who you are so they won't think you're a ghost, huh? Standing with the doc and me is a real estate agent, Mr. Charles McDonald. He handles this property, and he can tell you a lot more about it than I can. Well, the house was built by a man named Martin. Toby Martin. He was an orange grower. Built the house as a wedding present for his wife, and a month after they moved in, she took her own life. On the day of her funeral, he committed suicide the same way. There have been two other cases since then, and I... Uh, now, did they all jump into the ocean, McDonald? Yeah, well, all four of them. Right over there. Last one was actually seen doing it. About three years ago. Running like all get out toward the edge of the cliff, and he was shouting and laughing and yelling as though there were people beside him. Well, he just jumped right on in. You kidding? No, it's a fact. He was laughing and yelling and running when he got to the edge right over there. He jumped in and never came above water. Ah, since then, people just refuse to live in this house. Silly, I call it. Anyway, if you and Dr. Reed find any sign of a spook, I'll get the owner to pull the house down and rebuild. But if you don't find anything, I'm hoping this will convince folks here's a real buy. Well, all right, Mr. Smith, you and the doctor are on your own. I'll be by in the morning to pick you up around 11. Hope there's something left for you to pick up in the morning. <laughs> well, it's almost pitch black, folks. I guess Dr. Reed and I ought to begin. I don't believe in ghosts, never have, but what I say is this. If you're dead set on looking for him, this is a dandy place to do it. So long! Alright, so Mr. McDonald just checked out. And there were two. Well, three. Oh, my dog here. Oh, yeah. Folks, I have my dog Jeff with me. He's a wire-haired terrier, if that gives you a nice picture. Three years old, and he can talk. Say hello, Jeff. Come on. Say hello. Come on. Come on. Yeah, anyway, he's a wire-haired terrier that apparently doesn't like to talk anymore, and he's three. Yeah, we should go inside now, huh, Dr. Reed? Uh, yes, I was just about to suggest that. Now, uh, how exactly do we hunt ghosts, Doctor? How do you do it, huh? Well, we don't really hunt them. If there should be any in this house, they will come to us. Oh. What a cozy place. And, uh, please do not call them ghosts. Just don't. We know them as, uh, apparitions. Apparitions, huh? Okay, I'll remember that. I have no desire to hurt their feelings. <laughs> Where ghosts are concerned, I say, uh, live and die. Eh. <laughs> well, 
We've opened the front door now. Maybe you heard the hinge squeak a little. Now we're standing here looking in. Can't see much. Smells sort of, uh, musty and damp. What's the matter, Jeff? Well, what's the matter, boy? Jeff? Jeff, come on. Uh-huh. It seems like Jeff doesn't much want to come in. He's got all four feet braced and he's straining against the leash. Uh, perhaps he senses something that we do not. Like apparitions, maybe? Uh, yes, it's not unusual. Animals lack the veneer of sophistication that uh, humans possess. They're more sensitive to such animations. Yeah, well... <laughs> Come on, Jeff, stop this nonsense. Probably smells a mouse or a rat or something. Come on! We're going in whether you like it or not. Ah, uh, there's a short entrance hall. And over there at the end of it is a flight of stairs leading to the second floor. Jeff! And uh, over here to the left is what seems to be a large reception room. We're entering this large reception room now. There are windows over there, French windows, and through them I can see the ocean. Electricity hasn't been turned on, so all I have to see by is this flashlight. Not a very powerful one at that. <laughs> uh, Dr. Reed is now adjusting his wireless mic. It's hooked up to my recorder as well, so he can cut in while he's hunting, and tell us what he's found. Here's a few words from Doc before he sets forth on his investigation through the house. <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> Mr. Smith has introduced me as a ghost hunter. He spoke, I think, in a spirit of skepticism and levity. I'd like to assure you all that my purposes here are serious. I've spent my entire life seeking reliable proof of the appearances of apparitions. Have you ever seen any? Ever. I have seen phenomena which leads me to believe in the possibility of their existence. <coughs> Although, I have never seen any myself. I count myself sensitive to the evidence of their existence. This house, for example, affects me profoundly. It doesn't seem to affect you in the same way, though. Well, I'm not too happy about all this, if that's what you mean. You are not psychic, and... Therefore, are not sensitive to these matters as I am. <coughs> I imagine the question in the minds of your listeners is this. Shall we find apparitions? As for that, I don't know. But I feel they are here, and that they are evil. I sense danger, and we shall soon know. Ah, uh, so Dr. Reed's leaving us now on a... Rather grim note. Gonna make a tour of the house. <laughs> First thing I'm going to do is open the windows and let some of this fresh air in. <laughs> Feels better already. Cooler, anyway. I know the... <gasps> a bat! A bat! A bat just flew into the room! I think it was a bat, not a bird. I didn't... I didn't actually see it. It's just a shadow that... Fan my face. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> Touch me as it passed. Jeff? Jeff, get back here. Jeff, you damn dog, come back here. Dr. Reed? Dr. Reed? Dr. Reed?
You're listening to Ghost Hunt by H.R. Wakefield on The Lost Signal. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. And now, part two of our production of Ghost Hunt. This is Reed. My dog, he's run off. I told you he sent something about this house. Yeah, um, you want to come see what it was that ran him off and maybe come help me find him? I'm making my way slowly up the stairs toward the second floor now. I'm about halfway up. I'll be done with you soon. Uh, well, folks, my dog's run away. You probably heard him howling. He jumped through the window and took off. Never did anything like that before. Frightened by that bad, I guess. Personally, alone here in this big room, I can understand how he must have felt. This isn't a cheerful spot by any means. I may not be psychic, but I sure have a feeling this house doesn't want us here. (coughs) It's Reed again. I have something of great interest to report. (coughs) I am now standing in an alcove on the second floor. As I reached the head of the stairs, I felt what I think is a definite psychic manifestation. I felt suddenly as though I had been punched in the solar plexus. (coughs) Now my head is still swimming slightly. I'm having difficulty swallowing. My pulse rate is around 110 in a minute. The sense of evil is very strong. I feel very profoundly depressed. You, uh, you want me up there? No. No, I prefer to remain up here alone. The presence of a disbeliever such as you might interfere with my investigation. Well, folks, I'd, uh, like you to get a picture of what it's like here. Very quiet, for one thing. I've never been in such a quiet place. It's pretty dark. No light except for this flashlight here. (laughs) Tell you what. You go now and douse all the lights you have on. Go ahead. Put out the lights, and that'll give you a clearer feeling of how it is here with me. Go ahead, put out the lights. <laughs> hey, did you did you hear that? Real estate agent told me I'd probably hear rats and mice in the walls. Well, I can certainly hear them now. Even you can hear them, I think. Dr. Reed speaking. I've been working my way toward the front room. One directly above the one in which Mr. Smith is in now. Uh, the vibrations have become stronger and more pronounced as I approach it. I think I'm on the verge of an important discovery. Now I can hear Dr. Reed moving in the room above. I don't suppose you can, but have a try anyway, huh? You hear him? Hope he finishes investigation soon, because quite frankly, I'd like to get out of here. I can well imagine people becoming unhinged in this place. <laughs> right now, I... Finding myself pretty jumpy, honestly. Uh, not being very brave, am I? Can you blame me? My dog just ran off. Being alone in this room down here that does it. It's just this house. I mean, the atmosphere's so heavy and I just can't quite put my finger on it. I wish only to make this hurried report before continuing with the investigation in this room. I have carefully sounded out all the parts of this room and the emanations are most strong from what appears to be a closet before which I am now standing. As soon as I open the door to this closet, I will have, I think, 
a thing of great interest to communicate. I find no key to the lock, and so I will attempt to remove the hinges with my penknife. And I will tell you what I find when I open it. I'll tell you what it would cost me to open that door. It's in the basement of Fort... <gasps> Seems to like me. Smelly things, bats. I suppose they bathe very often, if at all. <laughs> I'll tell you, they make, they make bird bats. I wonder why they don't make bat bats. <laughs> Ah! Oh, that bat's gonna be the death of me. <laughs> oh, that's... That's like a jingle, isn't it? Bat'll be the death of me, the death of me, the death of me. Bat'll be the death of me, it isn't far from... London? No, that's not the way it goes. Come down to the queue in lilac time, lilac time. Come down to the queue in lilac time, but it isn't far. <laughs> I haven't thought of that since I was a kid in grammar school. Huh. I had a lonely childhood when you come right down to it. I mean, yes it is. I have succeeded in removing the hinges to the door. And I find inside that it is not a closet, but much larger. It is a uh, dressing room. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, <laughs> Bats, yeah. Oh, the, this bat's flying back and forth in the room here, and... Did you hear that? Did you hear it? Huh. Dr. Reed must have knocked some over in the dressing room. Chair, huh? Yeah. Chair. Heavy chair by the sound of it. Must have fallen right... Right over my head. At least that's the way it sounded. I can see a small stain forming on the ceiling right over my head. <gasps> oh, so, something ran across my foot. A rat, I think. I always hated rats. Most people do, of course. That stain up there bothers me. Gotten so big. I think I'll take a chance and bother Reed and ask him what it is. Dr. Reed? Can you hear me? Hello? Well, they didn't answer. I think he's just a little deaf. What do you suppose he's found, huh? Uh, I'm afraid this is rather dull for you listeners. I'm, uh, I'm not finding it, so of course... <coughs> Do you hear that cough? Hope he's alright. He got out of a sick bed to come here this evening, you know. He said uh, that touch of malaria he had never really left him, and... <laughs> I guess this place is just starting to get on my, my nerves just a bit. Just a, just a teensy-weensy bit. <coughs> this is Reed, Reed speaking. <coughs> he switched off. I feel so lonely. Been alone so much in my life. and Not so much now, of course, but... When I was younger, I... I was alone so much of the time. You know, struggling to get ahead, living in a hall bedroom, wondering where my next meal was coming from. It's glamorous then, but... It seems sad, young people having to spend so much time alone. Sad for old people too, of course. I'm saying of course a lot, of course I am. Hey, uh, that stain on the ceiling, it's grown amazingly. It's actually beginning to drip, I mean, it's forming bubbles. They'll start dropping soon. Colored bubbles, they seem to be. Odd-shaped stain. 
like a like a body lying on its back, arms stretched out. It's cheerful. I'll certainly advise Mr. McDonald to have this place torn down. Hush, hush. Uh, I'll go upstairs in a minute or two, see how Dr. Reed's making out, you know, listeners. I, I really believe I'd go completely crazy if I had to stay here much longer. It wears you down. That's exactly what it does. It wears you down. It's so close and musty here. I, I, I feel sort of trapped. Hush, hush. I don't know why I said that. That's, that's what they call this place, you know, the death trap. <laughs> There, what did I tell you? That stain started to drip drop. Drip drop, drip drop, drip drop. I'll catch the next one in my hand and let you know. Read! Read! I'm going upstairs now, listeners. I'm I'm afraid something's happened to Dr. Reed. I'm not kidding now. I mean, this is on the level. Which room could it be right now, right? Left, right? No, right? right. This, here, here. Well, <laughs> evening, gentlemen. Madam? So glad to see you. I was just aching to see somebody. Anybody. I've, I've been so lonely down there. And what have you done with the doctor, huh? I, I know he's been hurt. See, see the color of this bubble on my hand? What have, you, what have you done with him? Make way, gentlemen, gentlemen. Well, if it isn't the funniest... Funniest damn thing. <laughs> this can't be Dr. Reed lying here. He didn't have a red beard. <laughs> now, no, don't crowd me, gentlemen. Don't crowd me, huh? <laughs> you want me to go where with you? You want to do what? Speak up. I can hardly hear you. Talking to the mic. To the cliffs? You want to go down to the cliffs? You mean right now? <laughs> All right. Well, only if you'll come with me. I, I don't want to be alone anymore. <laughs> You'll come with me? All of you? All four of you? You too, ma'am? Good! Come on, then! To the cliffs! To the cliffs! To the- Returning now to the edges of your radio static, this has been The Lost Signal. Follow us on Twitter at the Lost Signal One and Instagram at the Lost Signal Podcast. Also, follow and rate us on iTunes. Thank you and good night. <laughs>